This is the AMA Los Angeles podcast. Are you ready? Welcome to the AMA Los Angeles podcast. I'm Joel Metzger. Personal branding, it's an important part of your complete breakfast, and I have here on the line Scott Harris, president of Mustang Marketing. Welcome, Scott. Welcome to you. Thank you very much for having me. Before we go into personal branding, just give us a brief overview of, of Mustang. Well, we've, uh, we are a full-service marketing and advertising firm. We've been around a little over uh, 30 years. I've got a partner in the business, Diane McKay, and we focus on generally three different areas. The first is strategic planning. The second is what we call relations, community relations, public relations, and government relations. And the last area is traditional creative. Basically, if you can put ink on it or plug it in, we do it. So websites, ads, brochures, flyers, direct mail, television spots, radio spots, videos, whatever the clients need. Great. Let's talk about personal branding. How do you define it? Well, I hope part of it's incumbent there in the title of of personal branding. but But for anybody that understands what branding is, this is an extension of it to the individual themselves, which is very important for somebody, not just if you are say a sole proprietor or a consultant, but if you are working for any kind of business, whether it's public or private, the personal brand is the image that you put forth about yourself. Are you known as a hard worker? Are you known as a jovial guy? Are you known as the gal that can be counted on uh, when things get tough? Um, Or on the other side, are you known as a person who's always late, who tries to push off deadlines and doesn't take care of business? Um, and so it's, it's what many people would have historically called a reputation. But in today's day and age, especially with social media and how fast information moves, it is important that you manage that um, on your own, that you are conscious of it on a daily, on a daily level. Um, what sort of image are you putting out there? What sort of message are you sending to your coworkers, to your employees, to your vendors, to your clients, to your customers, to your prospects? Because it makes all the difference in the world. Well, let's say I prioritize it and I've hired someone to help with my personal branding. Isn't it still my responsibility, no matter what, since the brand is me? A hundred percent. You can you can turn to somebody for advice, it'd be myself or Diane or any number of people that, that might uh, have the same philosophy that we do. But in the end, it's strictly up to you. If you, if you want to think about an analogy, Joel, you might want to look at, say, a personal trainer. You can hire a personal trainer, but in the end, you have to do the work. I mean, if, if, you, don't, if you don't hit the weights, if you don't do the cardio, if you don't stop eating the M&Ms, um, you can pay that uh, personal trainer every day, all day, and it's not going to change anything. And so you look for advice and counsel. Maybe you're looking for motivation. Um, you might be looking at any number of things. A lot of us, for example, uh, again, and using weight loss as an example, we know it needs to be done, but we're challenged doing it by ourselves. So we hire somebody to come in and kind of kick us in the butt and keep us going and going, oh my God, you know, Jim's going to be here at eight o'clock. I got to get myself into shape. And so you do. And it can be the same thing here. But the direct answer to your question is you are 100% responsible for your own personal brand. Well, let's talk about ROI. ROI is so hard to prove on so many kinds of marketing and branding. What can you say is the actual value of personal branding? Well, one, I think it, it gives you an opportunity to control your future as much as you possibly can. I mean, none of us have 100% control over our futures, um, but it certainly gives you a much better chance. I mean, if you are conscious each and every day of the way that you are possibly being perceived by, you know, we'll limit it simply to your coworkers, but again, it could be that long list I gave a couple of minutes ago. 
Um, and so you know that's what your actions are from as simple as not coming into work late or drinking at lunch or making off-color jokes, especially in today's environment, um, on, you know, on, as far as protecting yourself from the negative. But more important is standing out on the positive, you know, being the first guy in fairly often or the last gal out in the afternoon or checking with the boss to see what else might need to be done over the course of the day or the week or the month. If somebody asks for eight, you give them nine. Um, and those are the kind of things that add up and eventually you'll start to hear people who may hold your career in their hands say, you know what, that's somebody we can count on, that's somebody we can look to for the future. And, and that is the case in every organization. It, I mean, it absolutely is. Um, and generally quality is, is rewarded over a period of time and it wins out over people who don't work as hard or aren't as smart about the way they manage things. And so if you pay attention and you focus, you're conscious of the impact that your actions and inactions are having on you and the people around you, you're gonna move ahead faster, however you define moving ahead. I mean, for all of us, you know, we need to define our own success, but once you do and you know where it is you wanna get, this is one of the more efficient ways to help you get there. So we've established the importance, but how do we get going? How do we establish our personal branding? What would be some first steps? Well, the very first step would, would be to sit back and spend some time and do an honest assessment of what you've been doing for the past year or two and how you think it's been perceived. Um, not how you would like it to be perceived, not that there have been injustices or any of those things, but just an honest assessment if you went in and talked to your coworkers or your bosses or your employees and said, what do you think about me as a boss? Or what do you think about me as an employee? Or what do you think about me as a coworker? And you gave yourself what you think are honest answers. That's a perfect place to start. It's just an assessment of where you're sitting right now. And then you take a look and say, okay, this is where I wanna go. You take a look at your personal goals and those can be professional or personal. Um, you know, part of personal branding, we talk about it a lot in a business sense, and you and I are talking specifically marketing, but it can also be in personal relationships. If you don't have as many close friends as you would like, or you don't have a mate in your life that you, and you would like to have that, take a look and try to figure out why that might be. Uh, the odds are it's not just bad luck or that everybody you meet is at fault. Um, when I hear people with making those kind of excuses, you just know they're not going to be able to move forward. Um, but once you've done that honest assessment of where you are today, and if you have some dear and close friends or dear and close coworkers or, or employees or bosses that you can ask and say, look, I, I want to do better than I've been doing. Um, can you please, and I'm asking you, I'm asking you to be candid with me, tell me about my strengths and weaknesses here at the company or whatever situation you're in. And then once you've done that and now you've taken some time and, and allowed that to absorb in, now take a look at where you want to go. So those are two simple points. Here's where I am and here's where I want to go. And now we need to start taking the steps to get there. And the first step is almost always the most difficult. But once you start taking that and moving into the right direction, you're just going to keep moving forward. And you just keep putting one foot in front of another. You keep doing the assessments. You keep making the decisions you need to do. And you don't chunk it off in thousand mile chunks. You chuck it off in half mile and mile chunks. And next thing you know, you're moving yourself forward. And if you take, for example, one, one good step forward a week, and you do that every week for the next 52 weeks, imagine where you'll be a year from now. And that could be mental health, that can be personal, that can be physical health, that can be professional growth, all of those things. 
and they come from doing better and feeling better about yourself. I don't want to focus too much on what other people think of you, but in the end that is important because right or wrong, other people are making decisions about whether they're going to hire you or fire you or promote you or give you a raise or consider you a valuable member of the team. But none of that matters unless you believe it about yourself. And, and so that becomes very important. You need to know that you're doing the best you can do, that you're working as hard as you can. If you need to take some extra classes, read some books, get more sleep, work out more, whatever it might be, all of those things add up and they show up at work. And pretty soon you'll hear people saying, you know, I think Joel's a little different than he used to be. You know, he's tightened up a little bit. He's here a few minutes earlier. He's working harder. He helped me out with a project last month. I don't remember him doing that before. And you can change a reputation quickly. You can lose a good reputation quickly, but you can overcome a poor reputation and, and poor personal branding just as quickly. As we put energy into personal branding, are we really marketing or putting that out to the world at large, or are we focusing on those who are just relevant to our community? Just, well, we're uh, both. The answer to your question is both. We are focusing on those who are relevant to helping us achieve our goals or maintain what we already have, but you can't help but having an impact that, that goes out in ever-growing concentric circles. You, you can't control who it is that's going to see you and view you and frankly judge you. Um, and so it just goes out. And as, and as you know, um, so often things in our lives that are significant turn on insignificant events. Somebody we met at a party or a gathering or heck at the grocery store and they turn out to be able to ha have a significant impact on what we're trying to do. So this isn't something that you can just put on a facade while you're going to work. Um, you, need to, you need to be a better person and you need to be that better person all the time. And when you do, it's like anything else, um, it quickly becomes a habit and then it becomes a lifestyle and you don't have to think about it. You just automatically go the extra mile. You're automatically the guy that's always smiling that steps up to say hello, introduces yourself to the new people, offers to run out and, and uh, help out a friend on a weekend or whatever it might be. And all of those things add up. And when they do, it just you'll find yourself to be in a much better place inside. You'll just feel better about being you. And you will very quickly wind up in a much better place outside um, because people are going to want to be around you. They're going to trust you. They're going to know they can count on you. And uh, eventually that will pay off in helping you achieve whatever goals it is that you've established. So let's say I have this um, this program in place. It's 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 automatic. Um, how do I scale it? How do I make it grow? Well, I'm a big fan of. Uh, I mean, stepping back for just a moment, I mentioned to you doing something once a week. I'm a huge fan of tackling things on a weekly basis. Um, you know, it's I've built an entire philosophy around it, and I love the fact there's 52 weeks in a year and 52 cards in a deck and I like to stack up a, a thing of cards and I use it for books, for example, as a bookmark. And I use cards as a bookmark and make sure that over the course of the year I've read at least 52 books. It's pretty easy. I open up a deck of cards on the first day of the year, use it as a bookmark, and make sure I go through the whole deck by the end of the year. On a project like this, tackle one thing each week. Just say, you know what, I'm going to get up 10 minutes earlier every day this week and do something make a phone call to somebody or exercise for an extra 10 minutes or read an article that I normally wouldn't read in, in a trade publication or a business journal and just do that. And then the next week say, you know what, I'm going to tighten up a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to do a little more walking or work out just a little bit or 
cut back on the donuts at the office. Or maybe the opposite. Maybe you're the guy now that buys the donuts for the office. Comes in and says, hey, everybody, you know what? Here's some treats. Here's some muffins and donuts. And then the third week, it's something else. And you just keep building. And the next thing you know, all of these things are habits. You're just in better shape. You're more alert over the course of the day. You're better informed about your industry and your business. You're better read in general. Any of those things that you're doing can become an important component to this personal growth. And it's not something you know, where I'm saying you got to start working out three or four hours a day or you've got to hire all kinds of people and do this and that. It doesn't have to be a huge commitment of time and dollars. It can be a zero commitment of dollars and a small commitment of time. But it is amazing what you can do, let's say, in you know, anywhere from 10 to 60 minutes a day. If you gave me 10 to 60 minutes a day of your time, I could make a difference in your life very quickly. Heck, I could do the same thing to myself as far as Dr. Heal themselves, you know, but any of us, if we just said, look, for the next 90 days, I'm going to invest 30 minutes a day in making myself better. I don't even need to change anything else over the course of the other 23 and a half hours, but for 30 minutes a day, I'm gonna focus on this. And I guarantee you, you will be a better and stronger person 90 days from now than you are today. Well, Scott, this has been really inspiring and informative. Tell people where they can find out more about you. Well, if any of them have any questions, they're just welcome to call me. Um, you know, you can give my phone number at the end of the thing. They can email me if you if you throw this up on a website. But my email is scott at mustangmktg.com. I have no problem answering calls or, or uh emails or anything else. Anybody who wants to help themselves, I am more than happy to help them do that. Um, and, if, and if it helps a little bit, great. I'd be thrilled. Um, outside of that, I don't really know of any experts that do this. It's a, it's a phrase I coined myself, although I, I guarantee that if there was any kind of research put into it, I'm not the first guy that's used it. Um, but I hadn't read it anywhere before. Um, but, but the philosophy is rather simple. And uh, if you combine the power of 52, which is what I say, you know, when you're doing something once a week and over the course of the year, you'd be amazed at the difference it makes. Or in this case, you do something 10, 15, 30 minutes a day. Um, and it doesn't have to be the same thing. Again, if you go back to comparing this to working out, you don't want to do the same exercise every single day because you'll get burnt. So change it around. Maybe today, tomorrow, and the next day, if, uh, you're working on your, uh, working on your mental health or um, getting up early and doing some writing that you've always wanted to do and you get yourself invigorated and moving um, and, and sometimes it might be physical you might work out or or run or walk sometimes it might be emotional you might reconnect with an old friend um, or an old colleague and you know if you start if, if once a week you introduced or reintroduced yourself to somebody in your industry or your business who could possibly have an impact on the course of your career if you did that once a week and you contacted 52 people, I'll even give you two weeks vacation. You contact 50 new people over the course of a year. It's impossible to believe that that cannot, that it wouldn't benefit your career. This has all been really great stuff. Scott Harris, president of Mustang Marketing, thanks for coming on the AMA Los Angeles podcast. Absolutely my pleasure, Joel. Thanks so much for having me. You've been listening to the AMA Los Angeles podcast. For more information on the American Marketing Association's Los Angeles chapter and to find out about upcoming events, follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. This podcast was produced by Joel Metzger and Icebox Logic.